You're listening to Podhaven. Cottage fruit. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry, I, you're going yeah. to have to clarify what you mean by this. Am I Astrid? Yeah. Or, or is just letting you all wallow in your own ignorance a perfectly viable option for me? I'm your voluntary boss, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> That makes that it sound really kinky. <laughs> I want to talk about characters, if I may. Of course. Okay. We had some interesting new additions to the to the yeah. Indie Haven podcast family last episode with the extended universe. S- some, what was it? Some old woman and shiny Paul. Who were they? As <laughs> Big Ron wet, and Granny Pengus. Wet Joseph. Ron. Big Ron. Big Ron. He likes wet sounds. Okay. I knew there was a correlation between one of the characters I'm, and wetness. I'm intrigued now by Wet Joseph. <laughs> wet Joseph. <laughs> Another time, friends. Uh, so I felt like since we're bringing new characters into the fold, it would be remiss of me uh, not to uh, make you aware of my client, uh, General Worthers. Long-standing genital worthers. Uh, close. I think I think it says a genital lot that burgers? that's what you heard. But no, it's general worthers. Okay. General a long-standing worthers. friend, personal friend. Uh, as you can expect, he as you can expect, he's a military man. Uh, strongly affiliated with Worthers Originals, uh, part of an advertising campaign that I pitched. Uh, they didn't take it, but he's here with us now. Hello, introduce yourself, General Worthers. Hello! Hello, I'm General Worthers. Would you like some work? I'm General Worthers! The fuck is it? I'm General who, Worthers. Who are you? Would, you? would you like some Worthers Originals? I've got some Worthers Originals. I'm, I'm I've been was- in wars. I've got some too, and I've been in at least eight wars. You can't. We can't be having drama over over <laughs> ident- the identity theft of General Worthers. There's there's one of them stood in my room. Deal with him. But but I'm the real General Worthers. No, you're not. I know the real General Worthers when hello. Alright, I put him in the pit. Good. That so that that's dealt with. We're gonna wreck on it. We're gonna say there's only been one General Worthers this whole time. We're not cutting this. We're just gonna insist emphatically that it didn't happen. Because you can do that now. Uh, but anyway, General Worthers is brilliant, right? And here's why. Tell him, General Worthers. I'll sell you some Werther's Originals. 
I, I, I've battlefield experience, and you, I'll give you Werther's originals. I've got some. Would you like some? Take them. Take the Werther's originals. You fuck. Take your fucking oh. Werther's originals. I think. I think. I think that. Uh, I've General got a Werther's. fucking knife. Well, steady on the General Werther's. That's He's a bit He's already much. like poured so many Werther's originals into Astrid's mouth that Astrid is now choking to death. Get those fucking Werther's down yet. You. you shit. Take the Werther's originals. I've got a knife. Yep, so, so you keep mentioning. I'm General Werther's. I'm, I'm General Werther's. No, I'm General Werther's. Shut up. I, I climbed Shut, out of the pit get back using in the my pit. skills. Get down, get down there, war. you fuck. You shit. I'm General Werther's. So one of the General Werther's is just kicked the other one back into yeah, the pit. Yeah, this is, this is not going how I expect. I, I apologise <laughs> sincerely. This has gone drastically wrong. He's making threats. He's kicking people in the holes. I'm a little bit scared, if I'm honest. This is going to be kind of uncomfortable. Oh, hey, there's something on the floor You're here. right to fear me. Oh, it... I'm General fucking oh, Weathers. Okay, I, I just found um, a name tag on the floor, and it says General Weathers, but it's spelled W-U-R-V- E-R-S, so I think that's the name of the one that just got kicked in the pit, so it's not same the same rank. guy, it's a different character. Yeah. Remarkable coincidence, but I'm glad we yeah. one of only one of them is affiliated with Werther's Originals, and it's the one brandishing a knife and threatening my co-hosts. That's unfortunate. Uh, he stabbed I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. Three wasn't times. wasn't expecting that to be an issue. I thought I took his knives away. I've always got more Astrid's knives. Astrid's still choking to death. I'm right General now. Werther's, you shit. I'll sell you Werther's originals by any means fucking necessary. I don't think these means were necessary to sell us Werther's originals. General, they're, they're quite popular. I don't think you needed to resort to threats. I'm General Werther's. No, he's still here. He he's just sort of grumbling. <clears throat> yeah, alright, Astrid, are you, are you, are you do, you me, do you want me to get rid of General Werther's? Sorry, give me a second, I'm just, um... I feel like General Werther's is being... You know, you know what, this, this, is oh. just, this is just a problem now. General, you're, you're gonna have to go back in the box. No! Get you get back in the no I don't want to get back in the box fuck off get back in the get, oh my god he's being shot he's being shot repeatedly general Werther's everybody is in the ah uh? is he okay how is he still you can't you kill General Worthers. at least ten times. Do you not think I've tried? Welcome... Welcome to the Indie Haven podcast. With me, your frightened host. Uh, 
With me, your frightened and sad host, Elodie Cunningham, joined, as always, by my horrifying co-hosts. I'm Josh Rivers. And I am the gun gal now. Excellent. Right, that's been established, that's locked in. Yeah. Hang on. I'm putting the suitcase back. I keep him in the box so he doesn't commit crimes. So, Can indie I... games. Yeah, yeah. But indie... <laughs> indie games are a thing. That, that, that was a rough one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure what happened there. It went weird on me. <laughs> I'm very frightened. Feel free to cut this LED. I just got a gun app up uh, for comedic effect. That's that's all that really happened. <laughs> I know. I gathered that. I know. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I'm not cutting that out because it's fucking. No! <laughs> you ruined it! You fucked it up! So, uh. uh <sighs> Gen 3 Pokemon came out on Pokemon Go today. Brilliant. That's an indie game. What's, what's no, that got to do with me? <laughs> you can get a mug cap now. Brilliant. Again, I'm, I'm sure it, I'm sure it looks great. Oh my god, um, sorry. Just talking of mug caps, have you heard about the thing that's been happening on Facebook? No. Uh, so, you know how on, on Facebook and Facebook chat, um, you you can search for gifts to put in? Uh, yes. Uh, well, if you search Mugkip, Astrid, you can do this, because you've got Facebook. Uh, okay. And so, for 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 demonstration, all, all you in the audience also, Mugkip. just go, go into the gift bar on Facebook and search Mugkip. Yeah. Hopefully it's still there. The first two gifts are the same. Yeah, what's the third gift? Mudkip dancing with a top hat. Okay, fourth. Mudkip being summoned. Oh no, have they gotten rid of it? Fifth is My Little Pony. Okay. Sixth so... is Mudkip doing a dance but in the game. Um... Uh, listeners at home, I retract my previous order. I'm going to have to try and look this up. What was it? Brilliant. So we've just we've just been <laughs> listing off Mudkip gifts. One of them's a gif of Ori in the blind blind forest. Oh hey, well there we go. We've linked it in. Yeah. Speaking of indie games, some <laughs> indie games won awards at the Game Awards yesterday, and we also had announcements of some exciting new indie games that might be coming up next year. Hey. Do you want to hear what we got? Please tell me. So. <laughs> One thing, and the biggest thing, because let's be honest, mm-hmm. these days it is the biggest thing. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds shows off its new desert map. Yeah, you can go around and have a bit of a shoot in that. If yeah, you want. There we go. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, which won Game of the Year at the Golden Joysticks. No, it didn't. It won Best Indie Game at the jo- Golden Joysticks, I think. Mm. Yes. No, we- it didn't. Friday the 13th <laughs> one. But what? It won an award at the Golden Joysticks. 
<laughs> Not had a good Is week. this... I'm beginning to think this was a mistake. Uh, so, we also got another very exciting looking indie game from yeah. the creators of a very popular indie game called, as I'm sure you're all aware, of The Vanishing of Ethan Carter. Yes. I always forget this. Was that the one with the astronaut? Just who was just sort of there. It's the one with the astronaut. Yeah, it was very strange. Uh, but as well as those developers, it's also being developed by some people who worked on Bulletstorm. That is interesting. I've not actually played Bulletstorm. I've heard pretty generally good things. Mm. I have played Bulletstorm, and it was criminally underrated. It was a very good game. Very, very satisfying gunplay. It was very creative, quite entertaining, and comical. It was, it was very good. And it seems like the developers have taken that really satisfying gunplay and plopped it in environments as beautiful as what uh, as The Vanishing of Ethan Carter, but you're shooting sk weird, creepy, dark fantasy monsters. Spook boys. Spook boys. And there is some gameplay, and it looks like they're doing that. It looks very exciting. I'm quite hyped for this project. I've got to say, even having not seen the trailer, I think I'm about due one of them. Yeah. Dark fantasy ah. shoot em up. I, I feel like that's just something I've kind of wanted for a while. I never yeah, played Bulletstorm. I never played The Vanishing of Ethan Carter. Um, so I have no reference point. Have a little gander at this trailer with like the sound off or something, but that thumbnail really tells you all you need to know. Uh, oh, I like the aesthetic. Yeah, I know, right? Mm. It's It's my kind of thing. I should probably have a look at that myself, to be honest. Have a little... It looks absolutely stunning. It looks like... Gun Dark Souls. That is exactly what I was thinking but couldn't articulate. <laughs> <laughs> like it does look a it's... bit like Gun Dark Souls. Aesthetically, it's pretty much Gun Dark Souls. By the way... By the way, I'm sending a link to you in the chat. Okay. Which is, uh, somebody has archived the now-deleted thing that was the top Mugkip gif for, like, a week. Oh, shit. Oh, no, what is this? <laughs> no! 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 <laughs> How dare you on Facebook not GIF give me you... content warnings? Josh, can you oh, describe God. it to the audience, please? No. No. No, I don't want this on my podcast. <laughs> it's no. only remarkable because it it no. stayed in the uh, it stayed in the top Giphy thing on Facebook for a week. No. 
Ooh. So, like, if a kid was to try and send their friend a mug cap gift because oh, Pokemon God, Go don't. Gen 3 was going out. Don't make me think they, about the moral implications of they this. They would have discovered this. It makes me feel sad about the world, Elodie. Josh, can you describe it for our audience, please? No, Good. I'm not it, don't, please, Josh. please don't click on it. No, I'm not getting involved in the it's, mug cap discussion. It is, it is explicit. <laughs> And not suitable for those under the age of 18, and not suitable for those who have any moral fibre existent within their body. Okay, so should I describe it then? No! So, what this is... Oh god! Is, I'm going to take my earphones off. There's a mug kit laying off, down I on can't the pillow. Hear anything. Uh, and you better bleep this out in post. A marsh dump, who is the uh, evolution of Mudkip, is uh, sucking Mudkip's little chungus off while oh, putting I put a, them back uh, on. Oh, a no, wet and slimy off. finger up Mudkip's little pooter. Uh, and that was, for a bit, the, uh, the top thing for Mudkip on the Facebook gift search. In the same week that Pokemon Go Gen 3 was released, which means that more people would have been searching for it than if not. So, Facebook did a good job. I mean, I don't know why you're saying that so sarcastically. They've done tremendous work with this. <laughs> In any case... Can we talk uh, about video was, games again, yeah, was please? Mudkips from a video game. Stop it. I just want to talk about my cool shooter Dark Souls thing that I'm excited about. I'm excited about it too. What I don't want to talk the... about these rude mug kip gifts. <laughs> it's only one. I... <laughs> so which, which... I can't even remember the name of it. I'm just so addled. Witchfire. Witchfire. I've, Witchfire. Pl- I've pasted the trailer in the chat. It looks yeah, I've cool. had a look at it. It does. I'm interested. I know, right? I How cool does it look? Dark fantasy stuff. I grew up on. Uh, for context, I pretty much grew up on Soul Reaver. Oh yeah. So, mm. always been had a kind of soft spot for dark fantasy stuff. Absolutely. This dark looks like exactly the kind of dark fantasy stuff. I like big skeleton thing. Love it. Skeletons are awesome. Not enough skeletons are done in video games. Tell me about it. I can think like I can think of like three off the top of my head. Yeah. But yeah, so very excited. It looks absolutely gorgeous. Now another couple of things. First off, debate. Is Death Stranding being published by anyone? I don't actually well, know. It's not really. It's not really a debate when it's just kind of a Google search. Question. <laughs> I'm googling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, it's being published by Sony. It's not an indie game. Um, uh, but uh, some indie games won awards this year uh, at the Game many, Awards. How did uh, Friday the Thirteenth the game the movie the game the Thirteenth Friday sweep the awards like we all expected it to? No, it didn't. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. It wasn't nominated. No, it was. No, it wasn't. 
That was what we talked about last no, week. That was golden no, joysticks. that was the golden joysticks. This is the game awards. Ah. Uh, well, so how did the golden joysticks go? <laughs> for, uh, uh, Friday the 13th won best indie game. What? Yeah. Of course it did. What? Fuck everything. I know, right? I know, right? I don't <laughs> okay. understand. Why did the people vote for this? I mean, I've I got am to a be jaded ho- critic. I've got to be honest with you guys, and I'll, I want to make it quite clear I'm not judging anybody's tastes when I say this. All right, people like yeah. what they like; they're welcome to it. It's all good. If you look at some of the most popular games, the ones that kind of have swept YouTube and are just ubiquitous and everywhere. Quality's not a word I'd use. Strictly. In some circumstances, I would agree. There, there are, de- there are definitely some that. I think it's safe to say that polish doesn't matter as much as we're maybe thinking. Uh, uh, I, 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 are you are you hinting towards a particular video game? I'm really not. I'm, I mean, like, there's... There's some... So the, the people can, like, interpret this however they like. It's just because you, can you fe- said... You can feel free... YouTube was... Well, no, I mean, because they've all, they've all done the rounds, all of the ones that I'm thinking of, but I'll, I'll give you an example. Like, um... I'm, I mean, this feels unfair, because it's not strictly a case of, like, bugs or anything which was Friday the 13th problem, but I've like, as a critic I do not get Five Nights at Freddy's popularity. I thought, I thought that was going to be the one. Like, um, I, I don't, it's kind of that's the one that's kind of popular to shit on, I guess. Because it's, it's kind of become the ambassador for that whole wave of games that have done really well on YouTube, but just kind of get ignored critically. The one thing I'd say about that is that good on him for somehow managing to turn uh, his weird, creepy lumberjack game that was meant for kids into this thing that um, has become phenomenally you, successful. Oh yeah, and Scott Cawthorn pre- does also seem like one of the loveliest people. You can go into like any shop in Bournemouth town centre, yeah, and find and a you'll, cheap you'll knockoff. F- well, no, I'm, I mean you'll find like an officially licensed um, Big Banger Bongos figure. You can get them in H and B. Oh shit! You totally can as well, can't you? Yeah, they're like really, really um, popular still. And then, uh, I guess this is indie game news. Uh, this week, the the new one came out, and it's free. Yeah, and that that one's kind of why I was thinking about this because my boyfriend's boyfriend uh, was playing this, and it's like, I mean, like the new stuff in it all actually looks kind of, you know, you know for that jo- jo- genre. It, it looks kind of fun. Generous. The new, the new bits they've added in, where you're sort of building your own like 
franchise pizza have a bit of a good time thing. But like Aye. the actual Five Nights at Freddy's bit is, is I guess, where I am. Uh, <laughs> is is where it kind of fell apart for all of us watching. I just, I don't get on with it because I have um. I have slow processing, um, as like part of some of my uh, health issues, um, mm-hmm. and I cannot cope with that kind of time based micromanagement at all. Yeah, and it's... to be honest, I get the feeling that it's somewhat deliberately overwhelming. Not necessarily to induce any sense of panic, but just to make you more likely to see the jump scares, which I feel is where a lot of the effort has always gone with these games. Like, most of the rest of it is just still images. Like, the jump scares are one of the few bits where any actual animation's gone into it. He has kind of stepped up in trying to do different things with that, though. As much as the core gameplay loop has stayed the same, he's like I mean, he's as, framed it. In as much as you can frame it differently, I guess. I mean, yeah. credit to him, he clearly cares about he not also making the novel. same game every time. Yeah, he wrote a whole damn novel. Yeah, was... there's like a whole novel that you can get in Waterstones. Ah. They're set in the universe. Or like he an did... alternate universe, yeah. I think. I'm glad that he's doing good for himself. I'm glad that that he has found a market for his product, for his for his passion, really, and you know it's not my sort of thing, but yeah. what I will say though is that he's really freaking good at um not running off with money. Yeah, like uh, between the fact that he uh gave everyone their money back and made um the the RPG game he did free. Because he didn't think it was polished enough, uh, and the fact that this new one is also free when he could have, we could have raked he, it in. Yeah, but he's made it free, which I, that is um that's something I appreciate about his yeah. like ethic. Good on Cawthorn. Good on Cawthorn. Hopefully, he's got enough money to survive. Fingers crossed. <laughs> I guess he's selling books and shit. Yeah. Though, so. But yeah, so the Game Awards, right? Oh yeah, an eternity ago. Yes. So a few indie games have been nominated with some of the best air quotes awards. Uh, Hellblade has won three awards. My best friend Hellblade. Great to see. It has won uh, best performance Mm -hmm. with uh, Melina Jurgens as Senua. She's so good. She is. Uh, it's won Best Audio Design. Yes. Oh, yes. Rightfully yeah. so. Mm-hmm. And it has won the Game for Impact Award. Nice. Uh, mm-hmm. Did it not win the Best Polyp Men Award? The. It did what? have the Best Polyp Men. It had the Best Polyp Men out of all of the games. They polyped along. It's true. It's true. They need, to, they need to make an award for it. Really. Yeah. Have you played it yet, Astrid? I that, that sounds like a no. Like a no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm poor. <laughs> you can never play it because every single time we gotta make this Jake. 
That yeah. was I couldn't decide between Jake and Joke, and it just came out as Jake. Top quality Jakery here at the bakery. Uh, so, was there anything else that happened? Yes, yes. A few other indie games won some awards, which is always great to see, including Cuphead, mm-hmm. which won Best Art Direction, and unsurprisingly, other games. Yeah, it was just it was Best Art Direction, won Best Art Direction. Which, it's you know, not surprising, yeah. but like, I, I don't care for it personally. It act- yeah, I think Cuphead actually also won three awards. Okay. It oh. also won Best Independent Game and Best Debut Indie Game. Uh, Which, uh, uh, I, I've not, I've not played it. I can't really judge. I can but... see the appeal. I can see yeah. the appeal. Yeah. Another game that won. Yeah. An award that is an indie game. Um, what remains of Edith Finch, which ran, won? Uh, sorry. What remains of Edith Finch, which won the Best Narrative Award? I not played it. That's right. I'm doing a bad job of indie games today. (laughs) Um, From what I can tell, um, it definitely it's definitely worthy of best narrative if you consider best narrative to be um, the best utilization of narrative as a tool, because the way that it tells its story is quite unique. I've not actually played it, but from what from what I have seen of it, its narrative style is quite different to what you usually see, and it's done in a very, very interesting way. So <laughs> I think that's that's a that that is a, a worthy win. Um, all of the other games were triple A games. Um, yeah. um. So I've. Just to say, I just because I remembered about awards, I was checking up on the Steam Awards, and it doesn't look like anything new has happened there. It's identical it, to it's how not it was. It's just gone forever. Uh, but what what caught my eye is that below this it says in the top stories for news, Valve will give you free games if you watch the Game Awards through Steam. Oh. Like that was a day ago, so like it's irrelevant at this point. But still, that's a thing. I mean, if you want people to use Steam, I'd suggest making Steam better. Yeah. Rather than just... Okay, so the full list is <sighs> gone again. Like, um... It, it's just it's just gone... Maybe that was the, the one the thing the algorithms again. actually removed from Steam. Okay, do you want to know what, uh... Uh, yeah, it says, if you watch the Game Awards on Steam, you'll be entered to win a selection of one of 2017's top games. Those picks include biggies like Prey and Tekken 7, mid-sized games like Divinity Original Sin 2 and Hellblade Senua Sacrifice, and plenty of lovely indies running through Cuphead, Hollow Knight, and what remains of Edith Finch. There's a full list of titles here, but if you try and click on the full list of titles, it takes you to the Steam homepage, just like it does when you try to look what at the, the Steam Awards. What the fuck's going on with Steam right now? <laughs> Brilliant. The fuck is... Steam's fucking up. YouTube's fucking up. Patreon's fucking up. Yeah. What's going on? Hey, hey, uh, sir. What's going on? Right. So, here's, here's a tip I can give you. Yeah? For, um... For... 
I, like me, you can get through the whole Patriot Apocalypse really easy. Mm-hmm. And my big tip is just have everyone who was supporting you on Patreon stop, and then no one's supporting you on Patreon, and then no one's affected by it for you. I also have another tip. Yeah? On a similar vein. It's uh, delete your Patreon account. I'm so poor. <laughs> but yeah, uh, is the the question I would like to supposit as a point of debate for this podcast is: Do you think this meet? Do you think this is an ushering in of the fall of capitalism? Let's say capitalism. <laughs> I mean, you're talk you're talking as if it's not been thoroughly ushered by this point. <laughs> you speak in my language, the, 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 the ushering has happened, I think. Mm, yeah. The ushering. That sounds like a, a a fun horror film for me. The ushering. Yeah. Yeah, I, I might I might save that one for if I ever need a horror uh, title. Yeah. About. Uh, can you about, can you about usher? <laughs> All right. So I was just gonna say, can you work Danny DeVito into that somewhere? But that's better. Oh no! Don't worry, don't worry. It's going to be just two and a half hours. It's of Danny DeVito to be, oh, fucking a cooked, cooked lobster. lobster. But in um, the background, it's going to be going. The fall yeah, of capitalism. Yeah. Okay, so you were both talking at the same time then, so I heard neither of your jokes. Is Danny DeVito cut fucking a cooked? I'm not cutting this shit out. Is Danny DeVito fucking a cook's lobster a metaphor for fall of capitalism? Who the, who the fuck cares? It's Danny DeVito fucking a cooked lobster. What Does more do you need? Does the lobster have Usher's face? No. We've just got the Yeah Yeah <laughs> song playing in the background the whole time. Okay. Can I make a suggestion that the song in playing in the background is in fact physical? No. Oh. It, it's just oh. going to be Yeah Yeah and it's only going to be the bit where it goes, yeah, yeah, on the loop. Sorry, I've just, just Googled. Just that second and, uh, of audio. I- I'm afraid Because I don't um, know the rest of it. Uh, something's come up on Ellen Parsha's YouTube channel, blah, blah, blah. It's this. <sighs> Ellen Parsha did it again. David Carter's still in, still missing from where Granny Pengus took him to the Underdark. He still, he still managed to make an even worse um, trailer for his video game while he's been in the Underduck, but that's... Uh. I don't think I can keep up with the relentless pace of these narrative twists, you guys. <laughs> it's all real stuff. This was so unexpected. Instead, let us discuss... You mean let us discuss? Topic on the docket. Yeah. This is something I wanted to no, talk about, and it's not let like us a... discuss. Alright. No, I'm not gonna. This is something I wanted to talk about because, um, as I mentioned before, I recently, like, got through all of The Witcher 3, which we worked out as an indie game. Um, did the math. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, but, um, I really like Gwent in that game, the in-game card mini-game, where well, you basically you can just go around collecting all your trading cards. Uh, people people in this world can't afford to like eat half the time, but 
they've all got a bunch of Pokemon cards of Geralt and his friends. Well, yeah, um, no, no, it's Yu-Gi-Oh logic. Cards are the most uh, important thing. They solve yeah. wars. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the thing is that I really enjoyed it, and I found that as you went on and got more cards and fought bigger opponents, it got more and more depth whilst remaining uh, at its core nice and um, simple mm-hmm. and elegant. So when I finished, because I also played through one of the uh, two DLC packs recently, which also had its own um, new Gwent cards, including uh, my new favourite, which is a cow that can do nothing. But as soon as the cow leaves the, the field, the bovine defense force card appears, which is a powerful monster. What? It's a new card from one of the expansion packs. Is uh, When the cow is taken off the field, the bovine defense force appears. Much like real life. Yeah. It's true. Uh, but yeah, I really like Gwent in the game. I think it's a really <clears throat> well done mini game thing, and ties really well into the progression of the like the rest of the game's mechanics. If you do it as you play, um, so I finished that that expansion pack, and I thought I like Gwent. I want to try this standalone Gwent that I. I've heard so much about. So mm-hmm. I I loaded up GOG Galaxy. Uh and I downloaded it and the first thing that struck me was that there's a bunch more stuff happening on the screen. A bunch more mechanics and a lot less interesting cards. Um oh. but the art was pretty, and that's all I can really say about it. I just think they ruined it by trying so hard to make it a big, complex, competitive thing with uh, card packs you can spend real money on and get all your favourites. You're describing most AAA games right now. So basically... What they did is they turned one of my favourite parts of one of my favourite games into a, a overcomplicated and uh, underwhelming Hearthstone knockoff, which only it only has like vague parts of the original Grunt rules, like they added stuff in like cards having hit points that you can attack them and knock them into the graveyard and stuff like in a Yu-Gi-Oh! video game Uh, so I just didn't like it so I deleted it it's not very good unfortunately Uh, it made me sad I'm sorry to hear it so that's not going to be your recommendations list at the end of this podcast you know how people liked Gwen in The Witcher 3 I'd have sold them Gwen from The Witcher 3. <laughs> That's the thing that gets me. It yeah, people like, liked I... it. And that was the reason this was its own thing. <laughs> Why would you not sell them the thing that they liked? Yeah, well, the, the thing is that they obviously are trying really hard to get into the esports crowd with it. 
Well, who isn't? So, um, they couldn't really do that with it in its current state, or the state it's in in Witcher 3. Yeah. Like, if they'd wanted to make it a faithful adaptation of it that takes into account that it's not part of a bigger game, what they could have just done is taken the base that was there... Uh, added some in, added in some like deck variety and more factions and more cards to choose from, but kept the core gameplay and um, feel of it the same. Absolutely. But that wouldn't have made them all those hot um, esports esports cash dollars. dollars. Yeah. Or the microtransaction dollar. That's innings. true. That's also, it's just got a really, it's got really cluttered um, like menu system with just a bunch of stuff for salt in your eyes. It's just not that great. It made me sad. Witcher Three's still good really though. Sounds. I like that game. That's right then. That yeah. indie game. That indie game that we that established game was indie. Three. Yeah. Uh so. Uh, now it's time for that. Do you know what else? Show. Do you know what else is an indie game? What else is an indie what? game? Josh's teeth, Josh's teeth. Oh Josh's my Josh's god, Josh's I'm reeling really over the surprise <laughs> of this revelation. Josh's deep thoughts. Now I want to do something it's... a bit different for this one. Okay. I want to do a bit of dream interpreting, if I may. All right. Because. I've actually been meaning to talk about this for a while. I can't believe it's taken me this long to bring it up. Well, I mean, a bunch of stuff has been happening that's been taking up your thoughts. That's true. I, I, when you have as many mm. thoughts as I do, some stuff just gets left by the wayside. You know, I need what I need really is an extra brain, so oh, yeah, I, I so I can get uh, twice as much thoughts done per. So anyway, um, yeah. As you as you may possibly have gathered by this point, I've been quite tired recently. So, uh, yeah, insomnia is not fun. I wouldn't recommend it. No, it's uh, not great. And it was in the state where I was kind of half asleep. Like I, I was still conscious at this point, but I was like I was getting there. Uh, I was in this strange half-dream state and I saw many interesting and strange things that kind of defy description in a lot of ways, but I shall do my best. Okay. Uh, like, just the, this isn't the one I want to talk about, but just to give you an example, the first thing I remember witnessing in this strange state of semi-consciousness was just a red cube in some sort of car wash being washed and then flung down a tube and then it ended up in a pinball table and there was some really upbeat techno pop playing and then I woke up <laughs> a I, tube a car wash oh my I, like, I just sort of jolted awake and realised oh hang on a minute I, I actually really vividly heard the upbeat techno pop music and now the silence is almost deafening in its absence it, it was kind of strange to realise just, because I guess I somehow just didn't realise at the time how vividly I was hearing it 
And then when I woke up, I sort of thought about it and thought, huh, that's weird. Hmm. But it's not. it wasn't the strangest thing. What was I the strangest thing? The strangest thing came immediately after, when it inevitably happened again. There we go. We're all very proud. Thank you. This is. This was. This was a strange image, and I feel like it might be a metaphor for something. I see what you think. There was a hospital waiting room, and a guy was sat on the chair in the hospital waiting room. While this line of middle-aged men in flat caps and raincoats, not raincoats, uh, so like tan trench coats almost, uh, were walking past the receptionist, and all of them were saying, well, I'm not 4.30, and I'm not 4.30, and I'm not 4.30. And I'm not 4.30. And I'm not 4.30. Over and over and over again. I'm I'm assuming they were clarifying that they weren't the 4.30 appointment at the the medical clinic that I assume this is. And they were all either speaking in unison or each of them spoke with multiple voices. I was never quite sure. But they were moving at a pace that indicated that they weren't even really stopping to talk. They were just constantly walking and all together saying, well, I'm not 4.30, and I'm not 4.30, and I'm not 4.30, and I'm not 4.30, and I'm not... In an endless... And there were more people in flat caps and beige trench coats coming back out through another door on the other side of the guy who was sat in the waiting room. And I think it was just an endless loop of the same, like, 20 or so people. Just walking past, barely acknowledging this secretary. Just repeating ad nauseum that they were not 4.30. And the poor sod sat on the chair in the waiting room. I think he might have been the 4.30 appointment. He's just not been able to get in at any point because there's nowhere to join the queue because it's a loop. Now, what we can do here is analyse the number 430. It's a t- 4.30. He's not 4.30. What relevance, what relevance it bears. Now, well, 4.30 is when I get off work, so I think maybe it was, <laughs> it was telling me something. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had, like, hundreds of Wikipedia pages opened up, like, conspiratorial levels... Of theorising, but no, yeah, I'm just, it's just, just trying to, you know, sort of. I was at work at the time, and I'm just sort of trying to extrapolate based on what would probably have been See, on my mind. This might have been relevant information, Judge. Before I went on my little fucking like Illuminati dig. <laughs> and I mean, the guy sat in the waiting room looked so annoyed. Like, it had gone past annoyed into just bored. Clearly this was not a new experience. 4.30 had come and gone. Possibly weeks ago. And then I woke up, and in the few seconds immediately after I woke up, I remember finding the whole experience faintly distressing. 
fucking be- hell. Before I, before the the feeling passed and I became unable to stop laughing at what I'd just seen for pretty much the rest of the day. <laughs> you know what? Because I'm going to level with you. You know that bit in movies when people are like, I see it every time I close my eyes. (laughs) Realising what my equivalent of that was, was... I mean, it was a strange moment. (laughs) Well, I'm not 4.30. And I'm not 4.30. And I'm not (laughs) 4.30. I don't know what to do with this information, you guys. You know what? You know what? I think that was. I'm no. Not 30, Wait. I'm not full thirty. I'm okay. not full thirty. I'm not full thirty. That's fine. But I gotta just say something quick. Yeah. Uh, I've got a dream that it would be cool. It could be interpreted that happened the other day. Yeah. So I was having a nice early night. I was having a sleepy. Uh, I was dreaming. And what I saw was in the dream there was like this row of um this this long sink with a row of taps and all the taps were turned on and a bunch of dogs were drinking out of the taps. Yeah. Uh all messily and the water was getting all over everything around the taps. Yeah. Uh and then um, somebody came up and said, "Oh no, why is everything wet?" And when my stepdad was there, apparently the, he he brought the dogs there, and he said, "It's because of all of these dogs." Uh, and then I said, "Oh yes, all of these dogs." And then he said, "No, what are you talking about? You need to walk the dogs now." And then I realised he was actually talking to me in real life. <laughs> And I just kind of responded with this whole thing about all of these dogs to him in real life because I'd had this dream. That'll happen. I've had those. My my brain's a genius. Uh, when I, when I was in uni, right? I didn't think yeah. falling asleep during lectures was a thing that actually happened to people, but I can confirm it is. Because yeah, exhaustion will get you that. sooner or later, and some of these lectures are fucking dull, right? Yeah. My brain's a genius, though. Okay. I had a dream that I was in the lecture that I had fallen asleep in. Didn't miss a bit. <laughs> genius. That is some god-tier dream crafting right there. My brain was just like, you know what, lads? We're not even going to have to swap the audio. I once had a dream. That sounded that really kind of up. like, now I, I once, I once had a dream where I had woken up in the middle of the night, gone, oh, and gone back to bed again. And then I woke up for real. <laughs> Immediately afterwards, in the middle of the night, and was very distressed. We have a winner. <laughs> it's like my brain was trolling me. That that is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. you know what they always say. You know what they always say. 
I know what they always say. They say, I'm not 4.30, and I'm not 4.30. I'm not 4.30. Well, the man in the middle is just annoyed. Which one of us is? The young man (laughs) in the middle, just annoyed and furious at these... Is it Malcolm in the middle? At these older men stumbling around, constantly saying that they're not the one who's needed right now, but still refusing to get out of the fucking way. <laughs> uh, <sighs> uh, so, just like, just a quick update before you leave this segment. Yeah. Um, uh, at one point during the week, um, I was I was just hanging out with um, our friend who appeared on the podcast one time, Hatsune Miku, yeah? Oh yeah, Hatsune Miku. Yeah, I was hanging out with Hatsune Miku and then a bunch of crows with um, with Granny Pengus astride them came and lifted Hatsune Miku up and then took her no, away. Didn't. So that's what happened this week. No, I didn't stop lying. No, Didn't happen. it happened. Granny really Pegasus appeared. Uh... Really but but I guess the crows were definitely Granny Penguin penguins. Granny penguins, who, who is the new name for Granny Pengus? <laughs> her, her crow-based alter ego. She doesn't realise that birds are different. Bless her. <laughs> I I guess that she's the one responsible for the crows now, and nobody else. I think she may have subverted the crows away from you, and I really hate I mean, Sonic's nipple. That is, that is, I'm sorry, that is, uh, that is libel. What you just said there. The bit about Sonic's nipple. The the bit about me having anything at all to do with these crows that I'm not involved with. Yeah, well, just just watch out that Granny Pengus doesn't subvert all of them to her cause. I I will, I will be aware of that as a possibility but I would like to clarify that it's really not my concern I'm not connected to these crows nor crows in any capacity Astrid sent to the chat a picture of uh, somebody in Made of Sonic in a game and he's got he's got very 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 uncomfortable human nipples so (laughs) it's um Soul Calibur 5 oh okay no I, I don't like his nipples at all you said, what, you said Soul Calibur, now I must investigate. Look at the, look oh, at the picture hello. in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> that is Soul Calibur 5. Isn't it beautiful? Oh, he's got a ring, that's clever. Yeah, it's great! <laughs> <laughs> it just blew my mind! Excellent stuff. It's, isn't it? I'm glad you agree. Big fan. Uh, so uh, I'm I'm wondering which should which should be the name of this this episode? Should it be oh he's got a ring that's clever or well, I'm not thirty thirty? Or should it be Sonic's uncomfortably human nipple? Okay, well I like that. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, we're gonna have to pick names out of a hat. I don't know. Or we can pick names out of an uncomfortably human nipple. We can pick names can out of the pit that's got um, General Werther in it. Yeah, General Werther's not that one. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I have a suggestion for the name. Okay. Asterisk handgun noises, asterisk. Nah. 
It's not very good. Josh's teeth. So that's Josh's teeth. I'm not four thirty. Well, I'm not four thirty. I'm not four thirty. Never forget. It might be important late. I may have had some sort of premonition. <laughs> we don't know. I think Castro died. I uh, yeah, I accidentally shot the gun. <laughs> That's the twist. <laughs> yeah, twist ending. What's the time for Elodie? Uh, it's time for Re No, it's not. It's time for a promo. Oh fuck. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> I've done it! My greatest creation! Uh, what? M Martin, you're supposed to be my Igor. What about me? You're my, you're my other Igor. I thought we had a, a, a pre-meeting about this. The, the whole thing. Oh, forget it. Yes, that's right. We're Dan 8-Bit, Pothaven's premier video game biology podcast. It's Pothaven's only video game biology podcast. Shh! <laughs> We're still the premier one. So, come join us in the lab for scientific discussion and terrible jokes on DNA bit. Don't eat turtles, please. Don't eat turtles, eat please. Do not eat turtles. Uh, We're back. Uh, it's time for recommendations now. Yeah, uh... Um... Could I get my one out of the way real quick? Because I've actually yeah, got yeah. what... Rarely for me, I've actually got a timely indie game recommendation. Oh, wow. Albeit weird. probably not a very surprising one. Right. Million Onion Hotel. Uh, we need to have words about the Million Onion Hotel. Tap the so, onions. You fuck. I saw a Blake through Jim Sally mention talking about it. He, he did mention it. I saw the involvement of onions. Underrated I, vegetable. I like an onion. It ain't easy, but I, I like, like an it. onion. An onion brings me great joy and peace in my heart. Yeah. Which, funnily enough, is what this game is all about. It's a wholesome game about tapping on onions, making lovely soup to make everyone love and spread love and peace throughout the world, and that is what the game is about, until it becomes Some about political die. intrigue and World War Three. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It doesn't seem like quite it, the game. It's one of those... What I, what I kind of have in my, eye, my, my mind as, like, Undertale-tier games, where it's like, duh, 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 everything's good, it's all sweet and cute, oh, oh no, it's gone weird, oh my heart... <laughs> Like yeah, it, it, do it does and that quite well, and in a remarkably short span of time, like depending on player skill level, I guess. Okay. Like it, I'll definitely check it out then. I've been meaning to since I've heard about it, but now you've yeah doubly intrigued me. But beyond that, it's kind of it's one of those ones that's annoyingly difficult to talk about without kind of ruining it. So. Oh, like Doki Doki Literature Club. Yeah, exactly like Doki Doki Literature Club, which I still need to play at some point. Oh boy. Cause then so, we can, then we can talk about it, yeah. but not on a podcast because that would ruin it. Yeah, we, no one must ever know. <laughs> But we discussed it. But mm. yeah, Million Onion Hotel. Buy it's like four bucks. Get it and let the onions speak for themselves. 
cool, Let cool. Let the onions speak for themselves. The onions hum in time to the music when you tap them. Mm. It's adorable. Aww. Hummy little onion. Uh, Elodie. What? Onion hummer. What was the sound I made? don't know what that was. Uh, so I'm just... I just went on Steam to to have a double check of what I wanted to do, and I noticed there's a the Game Awards, um, uh, many of the nominated titles on sale now. Uh, well, they might as well capitalise on it, I guess. Yeah, there's a few indie games in here. There's Hellblade, Cuphead, Cubbub, um, What Remains of Eblin Bobby. Oh, sorry, Eblin I didn't have Bobby. a good one for. Yeah, uh, there's one called Please Knock on My Door, which looks like an indie game, but I don't know about it. Uh, Super Hot VR, Old Man's Journey, Hidden Folks, hmm. uh, Nidhogg. Is Nidhogg? I know about Nidhogg, but Nidhogg. is it indie? Is it indie? Yeah, Nidhogg's indie. I okay. think. I mean, I struggle to see why it would need a publisher for what it is. No, yeah, mm. Nidho- Nidhogg is an indie game. Yeah. Yeah. There's a Tooth and Tail, which is, looks like a strategy game about rats. Hmm. Uh, Rocket League, that's indie, right? It is. Yeah. yeah. S- Slime Rancher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I like a lot. Hollow Knight, which I really want to play. Uh... Mr. Shifty. Mr. Shifty. Oh, Mr. Uh, Shifty. Played a bit of that. It's quite good. Is it? Yes. Uh, I I see. Which is another one I wanted to play. Still need to give that a go. I got it when I bought my Steam link for for ATP. Oh wow, nice. Yeah. Uh. Not the game. The Steam link. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um. So pub PUBG is on here, but of course. But it's not on sale, it's just kind of on this list. Well, yeah, oh. they can afford not to put it on sale. Yeah, it's just on the list that looks like it should be sales. I think, oh, it's just all the nominees are here. The only other ones that aren't on sale are free ones, or Near Automata, Injustice 2, and PUBG. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, there's a, that looks interesting. There's one called Hollowed, which is a um, side-scrolling indie game, which looks quite pretty which I might have a go on because it's free uh, yeah, Night in the Woods is also on here Nice. but that that's all the indie games I just, just thought that was interesting because I hadn't, hadn't seen yeah. that cool uh, do you recommend any of them? well, I mean the only ones I've played out of those are ones I've already recommended in the past yeah, is the, the whole nice. thing there um I mean, I mean, I just I played through that. Um, do you know what? I'm gonna recommend mm-hmm. uh, the Witcher Three Hearts of Stone expansion pack because <laughs> it's really fucking good. Fair enough. It's really, That's solid. That's solid really, really good. Like story-wise, it's better than the main game. I'd say. My yeah. cat's trying to leave my room right now. But yeah, if you've played Witcher 3 and haven't picked that up, I'd definitely recommend it. I haven't played Blood and Wine yet, but that's also meant to be good, so I may in the future end up recommending it. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, have you got one? I do. 
Hi. When I sit down at the end of a long day, I like to relax with a calming but engaging task and listen to a podcast. And I have found in the past couple of weeks that the best relaxing yet engaging task that I can take part in is Euro Truck Simulator 2. Ah. <laughs> which I have been playing like a motherfucker for the past two weeks. My truck enterprise is booming. My podcast library is slowly filling up with the little ticks that tell you that the thing has been listened to. And I am zen and chill. And for that reason, I wholeheartedly recommend Euro Truck Simulator 2, not only as a video game, but also as an effective replacement for cognitive behavioural therapy. <laughs> to be honest, that was kind of what um, that was kind of what um, Isaac was for me for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm. Before I kind of fell off of it eventually, but for a while that was like yeah. that was what Isaac was for me. I've used a lot of games for that purpose. Uh, Minecraft. I don't know if it's healthy, but it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, I used Minecraft for a similar... I ended up building some weird stuff in Minecraft. I like, never got into using Minecraft. It for that. Mm. Yeah. I, I pretty much only do it in creative mode. That's like the yeah. whole point yeah. of it for me, is just infinite Lego, essentially. Yeah. But definitely, definitely in playing Euro Truck Simulator 2, mm. I... It sort of got me into the idea of taking my driving test. Oh. <laughs> Like, it's kind of got me into driving as a thing that I might enjoy. And I'm seeing the practical side of it. So thank you, Eurotruck Simulator 2, for integrating me even hev more heavily into this system of capitalism that we live in. <laughs> I played a bit of Eurotruck For that Truck reason, Simulator I must too. add a minor asterisked caveat to my recommendation, because capitalism. But also... It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I would more recommend. like, more like, crapitalism. <laughs> Front loop made yeah, me play a bit of Euro Truck Simulator too. I just crashed into everything because I knew it infuriated him. <laughs> so you can you can also play it that way if you want. Be aware. You can just, just as a as a way to spite the people you care about. <laughs> yeah. What I think would be interesting is getting a VR headset and doing mm. a live stream of that. And because I've seen, I've seen one or I think I saw one video of somebody playing it in with a virtual reality setup whilst drinking alcohol to explore how it would affect his driving in the video game and if it did it in the same way as actual huh. driving. So yeah. I thought I think that could be quite an entertaining. That thing. is very yeah. interesting, actually. Yeah. Something else I want to do is if in the eventuality that we all get VR headsets, which, you know, it's unlikely in the next five years probably. I am very poor and cannot afford same. it. And I'm immensely disinterested. Yeah. But to what be honest, I think with what I've done has made me feel really ill, so Yeah, that's fair. Um I maybe there's a non VR version, but um the updated 
um, 3D graphics, um, big rigs game that Penn and Teller released. Holy shit, Wait, I what? just remembered something. Holy shit, holy shit. What? What? Did you ever hear about big mother truckers? I want to say yes, but I can't remember. Yeah, exactly. Google actually. Oh, mother. It's spelled M U. Yeah. Uh. Link me. Right, I think it was a big mother truckers to truck me harder was the one that um what i think this is the one that okay i've go i've put this in here oh no so this was a video game uh and there was someone <clears throat> who i knew in um middle and secondary school who yeah. um who was very much a posh country boy who was all horrible and Tory and stuff, but I didn't really understand politics at the time, so I hung out with him anyway. Yeah. But at the same time, he was also the the most weirdly horny but entirely sexless person I ever met. Mm-hmm. Uh but what what I mean by this is that he would do things like uh, someone would be talking about porn because we were in secondary school and it would be really cool to talk about porn, yeah? That's what you did. Yeah. Um, and what he'd do is he'd get, out of his, he'd get out of his Model Trains magazine and he'd go, you see this? Oh, this is porn. <laughs> And he re- it, so that that's something. He really liked Jeremy Clarkson as well, so that was cool. Of course. Uh, and the one time that I went around his house, uh, some events happened. The first was that I asked him if he had a dog, and he was like, "That's that's just my dad coughing." Uh, so that was very embarrassing because I thought his dad coughing a lot was a dog barking. Particularly strange because I asked because I thought I saw the dog. Rather than heard it. Um, so that was the first thing that happened. And then the second thing that happened was that we went into his room and he was like, um, oh, this is a really cool game that I've got. And he pulled out Big Mother Truckers to truck me harder. Because oh, no. he really liked vehicle stuff and he got real into Big Mother Truckers to truck me harder. Hang on, I just need to um, look up get vi- gameplay footage of Big Mother Truckers to truck me harder. Big Mother Truckers to truck me harder. Truck me harder. Gameplay Xbox 720p. It was on PC that uh, that this guy played it. Oh no! It's this one. <laughs> what is it, what is this reaction? It's so bad, guys. It's it's a really bad game. It, I've seen this, this game before. And everyone in the comments is talking Someone. about how good it is, but it's so shit. 
you're having that moment. You're you're having the you're having the calendula moment. A a a primary gameplay mechanic is driving through Roswell collecting aliens by running over the aliens uh, with your car. Uh, okay. Yeah. So How the, else are you going to deliver that, the aliens? The video that <laughs> I went on. Uh, the, ra- the it's showing off the radio that you get in your truck, and this is incredible. All right, I'm gonna put the link in the the chat, and you can have a little look. Uh, just just listen to the first few seconds of the uh the radio in Big Mother Truckers Two Truck Me Harder. Are we gonna put in like a clip of it here? Yeah, I'm gonna put in a little clip of the audio. <laughs> Now she's done up and left Ah, there first, Bubba. Please accept my condolences. The breakup of a relationship, especially one as long as that, you be wondering where you went wrong, and you, you start thinking, was it my fault, or could I have done something? Oh, heck, Doc. I was pleased to see her go. She was ugly as sin and twice as lazy. I see. So, you're calling to... I'm calling to tell all those ladies out there that Big Bubba's back in Singletown. Oh, yeah. I'm looking for a woman that likes bringing me beer, making me pie, and fixing my tractor. And she's got to have herself a big pair of Well, Bubba, if... But it don't matter if she don't like all those things. I mean, I ain't no Neanderthal or nothing. Um... Uh... Uh, so yeah, did you enjoy that, listeners? Slash Astrid uh, slash Josh. Hmm. I had to stop. Yeah, I I I also stopped. Okay, it was such so a bad video game. Okay, so do you know what um the up next is for me here? What the is it? The up next is uh fake trucking real talking place Big Mother Truckers 2 Truck Me Harder. Let's play English. What? It's from a YouTube channel called Fake Truckin' Real Talking. I'm not sure what, what? it's with no G's, just apostrophes just at the end. After the end. What no Thank you for listening to the hmm. Indie Haven podcast. Oh, uh, where do we find you on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> Josh? I'm just going to have to do it. You can find me on Twitter tweeting about how I'm not connected in any way to Crows. Uh, nor to Crobius, Lord of Crows, Dark Lord of Crows, uh, the crow based and incredibly handsome dark ruler of all crow things. Mostly crows. Some of them aren't crows. I read on the internet that he's got a million boyfriends. It, it's true. And, and they're all the best ones. Yeah. That's like an actual statistic. But besides that, you can find me on YouTube, The Abominable Showman. There's YouTube content on there, as you would indeed hope to find on YouTube. And you can, of course, find me on Indie Haven, where... The Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice video is still coming. But it's taken a long time. 
because I kind of want to get this one right, and I've got to get. Said you I very, what? I very absent-mindedly didn't think to capture footage the first time I was playing it, so I've got to fucking do that at some point. Oh heck! But yeah, yeah I look forward to it. It's going to be a good time. Going to be a great time. Going to be a generally fantastic time. It's going to be an all right time. It's going to be a passable time. It's it's going to be de- it's going to be a, you will not want to hurt yourself after having spent. It won't be like terrible. Won't put you out of your day any. God's sake. So Astrid, yeah, where do we find you, my friend? Well, aside from this very podcast and the rest of IndieHaven.com, you can find me at Jaffermeister.com, where I post all of my content, which includes my IndieHaven work, and also all of my personal stuff that includes video content and written content of varying communist degrees. And all of my freelance content, which I've done for... What? Is there any wet content? Wet content? There is no wet content. Last minute episode title contender. (laughs) Loving wet content. But yeah, I've done my freelance work at gamesindustry.biz, The Morning Star, and Waypoint... Excellent. And you can also find me on Twitter at JaffMeister where I talk about stuff and you can follow me and talk to me about those things. Brilliant Hi. stuff. Elodie. So I'm your best friend. Elodie, tell them. Yeah, I'm your best friend, Elodie Cunningham. Um, internet sensation. Uh... And like really popular because you know what happened this week? I'm this week, Elsie. I got a hundred followers on Twitter. Nice. That's Uh. like that's like more than ten followers. Um, That's like almost a hundred and three followers. So you can you can join those hundred followers by going to Twitter and searching for Kemi words C H E M Y words, uh, which would be fun and cool of you, and all your friends would think you were really cool then. Um, you can also find me on YouTube, uh, LED Cunningham on YouTube, um, Chemical Wordsmith on. Bandcamp for the music on this show and other bits of music. Uh, and as always, check out the rest of Podhaven if you want to see more of me because I'm on most of it. And I'd especially recommend uh, Babel, The Man in My Head, which was the Halloween. Uh, audiobook style reading of a short story I wrote that we did which was very cool and came out very well but yeah, that's me happy birthday yay, nice, Josh yeah, closing words of advice closing words of advice right, this is something apparently needs clearing up with people don't know why I'm not happy about it it bears mentioning 
if you're not 430, get out of the fucking queue. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for listening, everyone. Yeah. Sorry for this. Thanks. <laughs> Bye, gang. My cat. cat's mowing in the background. Bye. Bye. Mow. Mow. I'm 4.30. But you do think he's making me do the noises that Griffin McElroy makes when he eats lemons. That's specific. McElroy. (laughs) No! Thanks for listening to Podhaven.